So many of us are feeling like life has been placed on pause during this disruption. Plans have been canceled, delayed, or at the very least, changed. And yet, in the midst of all of this, life is still happening and God is still at work. Today, we've got a story about just that. Joining me on the podcast today are a pair of InterVarsity staff, uh, Frank and Daniela. Thanks so much for hopping in. Super excited to be here. Yeah, thanks for inviting us, Steve. So anything exciting happened with you guys recently? (laughs) Well, there's one little thing. (laughs) We got married on Easter Sunday. (laughs) You did? Oh, wow. Easter Sunday. Like that is a very interesting day to get married. Is that the day that you had planned to get married on? Um, No, originally we were scheduled to get married in June, but because of COVID, we sensed the Lord's invitation to move our date up. Okay. So talk to me about what the original plan was. Daniela, you're on staff with InterVarsity in Oklahoma. Frank, you're on staff with InterVarsity in Texas. You also work at a church in Texas. So you had a plan. What was the original plan? Yes, we were going to get married in San Antonio in June. We already had a venue. We put deposit money into it as well. And we were going to gather family and friends. I'd had my bridesmaids lined up, um, bridesmaids from all over the world. Family was going to come from uh, Panama, from Costa Rica, from Venezuela as well. And we were looking forward to gathering everybody together. And of course, uh, Frank's family is all in San Antonio. Uh, They've been in there for a few generations. I mean, we even had honeymoon booked and everything. And we felt like the summer would be a perfect time for us Mm -hmm. to transition well. Mm -hmm. We would move her things out of Norman, Oklahoma, and have time to just settle in and, you know, at a more kind of quieter and, and relaxed time rather than the school year. But, you know, didn't happen that way. What well, didn't happen that way, and you you all faced a decision point. You could have decided, with everything going on, you're just going to move the wedding date back. Get You get married in December. And lots of us, in the midst of this disruption, have decided to defer plans. And sometimes that's a really wise thing to do. And yet, there are times where we need to just move forward with a different version of what we were thinking we would do. How did you decide to move forward on Easter Sunday? I think at first, when we, when we thought about potentially pushing our date back, it just sounded really hard. We just both knew like hearts, minds, our jobs, everything was kind of already pointing towards the summer. That's when we'll make it happen. So it just seemed really hard. We're going to talk in a minute about what you decided to do and what your wedding looked like. But I wonder, as you made that decision, how did you decide what was essential and what was optional around your wedding? Um, It was a a journey for us uh, to be obedient to what the Lord was inviting us into. I think the cost was high, whatever we did, either waiting until it was safe to gather seemed like a really high cost. And also just stepping into marriage sooner rather than later also seemed like a high cost. And what I mean by that is that 
if we were getting married soon, which we did, that would have meant that my family from all over the world would not be able to be there. And if we were to wait until later when my family could gather then in person, then that would have meant not being with, with Frank, the men that I love. And God was just inviting us to, to hold the beauty in one hand and rejoice in, in, in the joy of being united with Frank sooner rather than later. And also hold a lament on the other hand, how the grief and how hard it would be doing either of those things. So that's why we moved forward with getting married on Easter Sunday. But she told me that a week before Easter Sunday, <laughs> the Saturday before. And at first I thought she was joking. And I'm like, Are, oh, you're being serious. <laughs> I, and I expressed this to Daniela. I'm like, I'm ready to marry you already. So why not? Let's do it in a week. Now, I do want to just register that, Frank, one thing that you did to yourself is you gave yourself an anniversary that moves around right like easter's easter's not always going to be on april 12th every year so you have your anniversary and now you have easter's you have these like two dates that you have to celebrate as a a high bar you up for that i know it's (laughs) i'm gonna need the lord's help and ask him every every year (laughs) help me to remember (laughs) if you do forget the anniversary you can always say "Oh, i was just waiting to celebrate it on easter yeah 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 yeah. that's good thanks steve (laughs) Well, so what did your wedding end up looking like? Yeah, that itself was a journey too. We uh, initially planned like a backyard wedding and, and realized we couldn't do it in any venues. They're all shut down, didn't have places gathering. So we were kind of back and forth and in a few different Airbnbs that we saw in San Antonio and doing it in a nice backyard. I didn't even have a dress. We um, were just playing around with, with the idea of wearing my prom dress, which was, just happened to be white. Definitely did not want to do that. <laughs> we didn't have our rings yet. They were delayed because of COVID. But everything got in. The Lord just showed up really miraculously. We got our rings in. Uh, Frank messaged the the company that we got them from, and they expedited, shipped for us all free. For free. For free. Then my dress, my mom, and my aunt, my tia Gabby, were just on top of it. I told them we have 24 hours to find a dress. They found a dress. I said, yeah, sure, maybe. And then my bridesmaids love it. And I said, okay, let's get it. It's perfect. <laughs> so then they got it online, expedited, shipped as well. And everything got in. And we found the perfect venue. And we said, well, okay, we'll go check it out. But we need Wi-Fi and we need these things so that we can tuning our whole families into it. And we were not hopeful because of mm-hmm. they didn't have Wi-Fi. Um, and they said that we could use our neighbors. So there's a lot of details that we were not um, certain about that these would work out. So all that to say, like the Lord didn't have to uh, give us all these things, but he just blessed us with it. And we were just in awe and mesmerized by the gifts that he's given us um, in this season. That perspective of hey, this is what the Lord is giving me. And this is what the Lord is doing. And this is how the Lord is coming through. I think there's something really remarkable about that. I wonder, Frank, Daniela, if a student is listening to this and is experiencing some of this disruption around their plans, like they were going to go to a specific college in the fall and they're not sure that's going to happen now. Or maybe they're a faculty person and they had a plan for what their next career step was going to look like. And that looks like it's up in the air. Do you have a, a word, maybe something you've learned through this that you would share to encourage them? Yeah, a, a couple of things come to mind. I think at first it was really hard for me to express kind of the sadness or the grief that came with 
getting the wedding that we wanted. I, I think initially my thoughts were people are experiencing way worse things right now. Like a wedding venue, you know, is not that significant in the grand scheme of people losing their lives and how they're affected by this. So I think that kept me from mourning and really entering those feelings. But then I pressed into that a little bit more and felt the Lord's invitation to say, no, it's okay to grieve this stuff. It's okay to mourn the losses, um, even if they look different from from the people around you or that you're witnessing. And, and I also think, right, like this is not what we anticipated and, and the way that we wanted our wedding kind of looked different. And we're just waiting for our plans or our dreams to, to come to fruition, but that's not what was happening. It, it changed. And so... At our, at our wedding, we had Revelation 19 read. Uh, and so it talked about the, the marriage supper of the Lamb. And so it just made me think about that reality too, like acknowledging, hey, things aren't as they should be right now, but there's a day coming where it will be. And just thinking of, of that in light of eternity and, and feeling the freedom to say like, yeah, our, our hope is not in the things around us right now, but it's on what is to come. So I think that's something we've been processing. So this is the only wedding that you're planning to have, and yet you know there's another wedding coming. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Daniela, any insight to share to close us out? Well, I agree with everything Frank said. I think one more practical thing that helped me in this process was just feeling the assurance of where God is inviting us into and holding on to that every day of that week. So beginning that week, it was a really clear, yes, God wants me, wants us to move forward. And then as emotions and things happen throughout the week, I it was easy for me to forget that. It was easy for me to just go up and down the, the wave of the feelings, just thankful for that clear moment that I had um, with the Lord and then Frank's assurance, godly assurance throughout it all too. So just a practical advice to know what the Lord is inviting you into and don't be afraid to, to move forward with it. James Chung shares that one of the most essential things that a follower of Jesus can have is the skill to recognize God's voice and obey him. If you're listening to this, I just want to encourage you, cultivate that skill in hearing God and the discipline to follow him as he leads you. He's guiding you through scripture, through your community, through prayer. He's speaking to you even now, if you'll listen to him. And that that can make all of the difference during a disruption like this, especially when your plans are thrown into disarray, to know that you're not having to make the adjustments all by yourself. Daniela, Frank, uh, thanks so much for being willing to do this. Would, would you be okay if I prayed for you before we close the interview? Please do. Uh, Jesus, thank you so much uh, for Daniela and for Frank, for the gift you've given them of this relationship and the ways that you've been guiding them during this disruption. We ask that you would bless their marriage that their life together would be full of joy, that their life together would be a witness to those around them. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being willing to do this. Thank you. Thank you, Steve. (laughs) Bye.